Thank you for joining us for a Kingdom Thoughts conversation with one of our founders on Insight Now. You can watch live streams on Facebook and YouTube. We hope that you enjoy the conversation. Everybody, welcome to another Insight Now Kingdom Thought. This is um, the start of Kingdom Thought with Mark and Daniel, Daniel of the New <laughs> Testament. Daniel Davison. Hey. Hey. Uh, I, I think it's um, really interesting, um, you know, as we were just, you know, talking about um, how things work and, um, you know, how we're doing and, and how we're working. Um, just realized that, you know, I can, I can do live stream by myself, which is, you know, pretty cool. Um, but um, I figured that um, I can do it better um, when I'm working with somebody else who I'm in a relationship to. So D Daniel and I are going to experiment and um, uh, talk with you guys about uh, kingdom and kingdom in the marketplace and, you know, all those sorts of things. So Daniel's going to be, uh, I'm just excited about doing this new venture with you on a, yeah. on a regular basis. Yeah, I'm excited as well, for sure. I can't, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. Yeah, it is. Well, what, what about if we, um, um, you know, introduce you to people and just to you know to see um you know what what it looks like um as far as going forward and get, get to know you a little bit better so okay. um how about you share about you about me yeah. all right um so i am 34 years old i live in rockwall texas which is just outside of dallas Mm -hmm. um, I've lived here for about three years. I moved here from Utah and uh, I'm happily married 10 years this year and uh, have two little boys and one on the way that we don't, uh, we're not finding out till um, the child's born. So we're really excited about that. Uh, I'm one of three partners in a building firm um, mm -hmm. just outside of Dallas. So we just built commercial um, residential homes. Mm -hmm. So that's just kind of, that's just a little bit about what I'm up to right now. So, so where, where did you live the most in, in around the U S you know, where, what, what areas did you move around a bit or were you? Well, so, so I was born in San Diego, California. I didn't, I mean, I was only there just a couple of years. Um, my dad joined the military and uh, we moved to um, uh, Louisiana and then we moved to the Philippines um, my brother was born there and we came back to Vegas uh, all this time. My dad's in the Air Force. Um, my younger brother was youngest brother was born in the Air Force. And then most of my life I remember was I moved to Twin Falls, Idaho, which is southern um, Idaho, the very uh, bottom part of Idaho. And uh, I spent about 20, 21 years of my life growing up from about the time I was seven years old until um, I was about 31 um, mm -hmm. uh, was kind of in between Twin Falls and um, late in Utah. So, um, so your parents are originally from Wyoming, is that right? Yeah, um, I actually can't remember the name of the towns. Um, I know Cheyenne, and um, I can't remember uh, the other one. It's just a little town. I've I've driven past it. It's like one of those you kind of blink and you're gone. Um, I can't um, can't remember the name of it. So, but yeah, they're both so, from. So, what do you share about how we met? 
Okay, so I moved to um, Texas, just like I said, about three years ago, and uh, my uncle, uh, Jay Suits and Kingdom, uh, you know, um, KDG with us, he lived in Oklahoma, about eight hours from where I lived. I needed some work because I just moved. I was in the process of starting my business um, with my brother and um, needed some money, and so he offered two weeks worth of work. I went up there had an amazing encounter um, with Jesus and uh, really got brought into a whole new understanding of the Bible um, from a spirit-filled perspective. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I got my first prophetic words and all. it was just an amazing encounter. And he told me that I needed to come back up there about a month and a half and meet this crazy guy from Australia named Mark Crawford that he had met. Um, and uh, so, yeah, so I came up to the conference. I actually remember going with Uncle JC to pick you up at the airport. That's when I first met you. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we, we went to that um, great institution in America called <laughs> KFC, right? KFC. Yeah, yeah. I'm not, not too big of a fan, but, you know, it, was, it, was, it, it, it fit for the, the moment and hungry. Uh huh. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and so, um, I, I, from what I've seen of of you, really, those that event and that, those those times where uh, obviously God brought you to encounter some things. Yes, uh, it it doesn't seem like anything's been the same since, right? No, um, it doesn't feel like it's only been three years. I would say I've lived a lifetime. I feel like I've lived a lifetime in the last three years as um, I feel like uh, I didn't really start living until about three years ago um, when, you know, uh, Jesus just, I mean, the Father just manifested to me and, and told me who he was and it sent me on a path of discovery for mm -hmm. sure um, because, you know, I'm I'm a feeler and I, I, I love, I love to love. And so um, when Jesus showed me all his love, I, I had to know where, what that was, um, and and you know I, I just went after it. So it's been an adventure. Yeah. So um, uh, you know what what it, can you can you describe some of the sorts of things that you you've learned? Maybe I can, you know, because I know some of those things. But some of the things that you've learned about the kingdom, because I think that you were quite um, used to the church or the church age, right? You know, uh -huh. which we, we talk about being the church age. Uh -huh. And what you've discovered over the last couple of years is really about, you know, a whole new arena of the kingdom, you know, the gifts of the spirit, um, you know, things about the kingdom. And I've watched you um, really, I mean, um, there's other people that I've seen, but I've, I've seen you in an accelerated path, uh -huh. you know, an accelerated way in which you have, you know, so... Um, move so quickly through things so, so what are some of the sorts of things that would be highlights for you that you've that have really um taken you into a new place you know revelational sorts of things um you know it was really simple revelation at first you know it, it was kind of i got some keys you know um i knew so much about the bible growing up in um uh, very money, very much a fundamental Christian home. Um, it was a great home to grow up in. Um, we went to church every week, and of course, I read my Bible, and uh, I really learned a lot, a lot through that. I mean, I feel like it was like some foundational things, um, but really, um, I didn't quite understand the Bible. And so, when I got some keys and seen how simple the Bible really was, 
that was the thing. But, you know, so I think the biggest key for me from my past was that my past didn't define me. Um, you know, that there really was actual, um, that I could repent, I could go to Jesus and he would take it all and, and it, it never would define me again. Like I never had to let those things define me again. Of course, we have to deal with some things, you know, um, in the natural, uh, depending on what, what are, but um, I was able actually to handle them. This is the really the key to it is that it didn't define me anymore. So I could look at my past from a perspective of, okay, I'm going to set this right so that we can continue on and, and you know, forward. Um, and, and I was able to confront those things of my past to set them straight and to move, quit letting them to define me and pull me back into, into, into a place that, you know, it was like this repetitive process back and back and back. And I finally got the keys to move forward. Um, so, so one of the things um, that we've heard a lot about um, in recent years is that the, that the kingdom is all about relationship. Yes. Um, and that, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are always um, lived in community. And mm-hmm. so relationship is is such a key thing. We we don't get we don't come into the into the kingdom. We don't come into the family of God other than to be born again. So that means that there's a relational paradigm or the relational thing to embrace. Mm-hmm. So what have you learned about relationship in the in particular in the last few years? Wow, that's that's there's a lot to cover in that because I think uh, so much of the kingdom is relationship. So much of what I learned is relationship over the last couple of years. Um, some key things I think is that um, again I don't let my past relationships define where I go in the future. Um, mm-hmm. I've learned that relationship can happen. That there is a brother that sticks, um, or a friend that sticks closer than a brother. Sorry, and uh, and. Uh, I've learned that there's, <laughs> there's, I'm like, there's so much to talk about in that work. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so I, I know some of those things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, one of the things that I kept doing um, with you as I've done with lots of other people is to call them up. It's just to call you up and mm-hmm. talk to you. Mm-hmm. Um, so t- tell us about what that was <laughs> like for you. Uh, um, well, let's see. I was, I was, uh, confused and frustrated at first because, um, you would call me and say, Hey, how's it going? I'd be like, Oh, like, how's it going? You know, I'm like, it's good. And, and I would have, you know, of course I could being an external processor, I could tell you so much about my day and you just be like, okay, well, that's good. Um, yep. You're having a good day. I'm having a good day. It was good to talk to you. Just wanted to touch bases. And then you would say, gotta go. And you'd hang up. And uh, at first I was like, what is this guy doing? You know, because <laughs> I'm like, um, so much I'm used to, uh, you know, if I call somebody, usually um, it's for something, whether it's for work. So I need something or um, I need to talk to somebody because I'm having a bad day or I need to ask them a question or but uh, I don't really think that we ever sit in our day and just say, you know, I, I think I'm going to call this guy and just just see how he's doing just to connect to show him I'm here that I care, um, you know, to, to see where this thing goes. Um, so that was definitely, it was, it was different for me at first. Uh, I love it now. Um, I always like getting that random phone call from you. It, it really does um, speak. Well, the interesting thing, isn't it, that I, I think in, in the kingdom environment, the church environment, and in life too, like you just mm-hmm. explained, 
um, that functional relationships, so that relationships that are based on a function, like based on the doing, uh, are pretty predominant. And mm -hmm. so that relationships that are based on just being, which which it means that we, we just just connect for the just not for the sake of connecting, for the sake of just you know, and out of that we can talk about doing because you and I, you know, talk on a on a regular basis and we do yeah. get to talk about being stuff, you know, what you did oh, or yeah. that sort of stuff. But but it's very much about and I, I think there's so many people have lost sight of that so that it becomes functional so it becomes and the difficulty of that is that when there's no longer function there or there's nothing to talk about as a problem or there's nothing then there's no connection yeah mm -hmm. you know it'd be a little bit like talking to to the father talking to the to the holy spirit talking to jesus when you've only got a problem or you've only got something to talk about you know it's not about yeah you know, yeah, just uh, ringing up the father to say, uh, "Hey, what's going on?" Just wanted to touch bases and see what's up. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I definitely do that a lot now. Um, I have a conversation with the father all through the day, and um, mm -hmm. I would say it's actually down. You know, it's down twenty five percent talking about maybe things that are problematic in my day, and more mm -hmm. seventy five percent about like, "What's the future look like? What are we going to do together?" Uh, I'm excited, yeah. Lord. This is what I'm excited about. I talk to him about my excitement. Well, you know, I'm so excited to see this happening. I've heard um, prophets say, um, um, one in particular, that um, it, it takes 15 to 20 years to train another prophet. Um, mm -hmm. And that's only with mentoring. Mm -hmm. So, you know, mentoring, um, you know, uh, is, is really so important. I think there's a difference between coaching and mentoring. For me, mentoring is, is much more like fathering. Um, and and so, what, what's how how's that? Excuse me, how's that work for you? You know, I'm sitting here thinking about it. Kind of the picture I get is like you know, even with me and my children, I have a six year old little boy, and I'll go outside and I'll play with him, and um, we discover together. So neither one of us have seen some of the things we're going to do outside, um, and we discover it together. And so it's not that uh, I know everything. And that I'm going to go show him some things, but it's actually that we go discover it together. We go have fun. And and he's actually telling me things like even tonight, my son was showing me this little Christmas village that he built. Um, and he was so meticulous about where he put it. And he wanted me to come and discover it with him. Um, and so, um, you know, I really think that the, the, that the mentoring over, you know, like the, the teaching or however you want to call it. I think it's much about uh, that give and take we talk about in relationship that you, you, you when you, you don't just ask me for, for permission to speak into my life, you actually give me permission to speak in your life at the same time that you're asking permission to speak into my life. Yeah, and I, th I think that's exchange is really a vital part of relationship. Yeah, Again, I think when it's much more functional, it becomes more hierarchical. It, you know, it's 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 like, well, okay, I'm I'm the father, you're the son. You know, and in particularly, it's like. Um, that sort of concept, which I, I think is is um, for me is more problematic from the basis mm -hmm. of I like to I like to work with somebody. It's like you said the other day about you know just by you know the relational aspect of me, yeah. and I do better when I'm connecting people or I'm actually working with people. 
And I, and I love that concept as you just shared about discovering some things because we're on this journey. We're on this adventure is probably be even a better yeah. way. Mm. And discovering things with you and with other people um, is, is what it's meant to be like. It's meant to be like that discovery sort of thing. Yeah, well, I, I think it's um, – I would attribute a lot of my fast growth. You know, you talk about over the last three years, it's been a very rapid growth, and it really has been. And um, I would really attribute a lot of that to that um, I, I did it I did it with you. Um, so it's not that not that I I served you. You know, I think of um, as a father to my children, my job is to to represent the father to them so that once they move out from underneath of me, they know how to look at a father because I've displayed the best I can on earth what it is to be in relationship with the father. Yep. And so that's I feel like that's a lot of what you've done in, in my life is that you you've encouraged me to come along and discover with you and to, to sit on your shoulders and to go places and to mm -hmm. see the things that you get to see. You know, um, I can get in a car and drive somewhere where my child can't, but I can put him in the car and take him with me. And then we get yep. to go discover those things together. And yep. so I, I really, I attribute a lot. I think that's a lot of the growth, the, the explosive growth I've had is, is you doing yep. that with me. So you're a general contractor, right? Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, you have a company there in Texas. Yeah. Um, and um, <clears throat> what if you what what some sorts of things? And this is another big one of questions. But what are some of the sorts of things that you've discovered um, about um, being a business person, being a marketplace person from a kingdom perspective? You know. The biggest thing, again, I mean, we're going to be here. We're, we'd be on this all night is relationship. I can tell you the people I work with, the other business owners, and I have contractors, obviously electrical contractors, plumbing contractors, all these contractors I work with. Um, I've forged a relationship, so I care about them. I mean, I, some of these some of these guys I work with um, send me pieces of their personal life. And I didn't ask them to, I didn't invite them into actually. It's just that they can tell I care about them. I, when I go to a job site to talk with them, we talk shop, but I also, Hey, how's it going? And I, and I genuinely care. And I speak into their life. Like, like, you know, not, you know what I'm saying? It's just, I, I, I invite them in to give me advice as well as give them advice. And there's just, there's a, the kingdom brings in a relational aspect where these, these people are, they're lacking that we're all created to need relationship in that aspect. And so I I've seen it be beneficial for them and me because um, in relationship, it, it really is beneficial to them because I help them in every way I can. Um, yep. And then for me during some hard times, I mean, I have some good stories about during the hard times, even with the COVID-19 thing we're going through where these relationships have really, um, paid off isn't the right word, but they've, they've really come through like, mm -hmm. and they wanted to, they wanted to help me through it. Like they felt, they felt good. Like it wasn't, com they weren't compelled to, they didn't feel like they had to, they wanted to. So what's some of those, can you tell any of those stories? You know, you know, obviously you don't want to give up all of the details, but can you, can you tell some of those sorts of stories? Yeah. So, um, I would, I would two, two main ones. One is, is that one of the big box retailers that I work with that provides most of my lumber, um, faucet supplies and stuff, um, really, uh, in the store. So we're known as the easiest contractors to work with. So what I mean by that is like, let's say they mess up and they mess my order up. Mm 
-hmm. Now I could go in there guns a blazing and I could, I could treat them like crap and I could say, I paid for this. I deserve this. You messed up all these things. Mm -hmm. Or, or I could go in in relationship and I could say, Hey, I know you made a mistake. Um, mm -hmm. and, and all I know is we just need to make this mistake fixed. Like, let's, can we just like, I'm not going to yell. You don't yell. I don't, I don't actually care whose fault it is at this point. Let's fix the problem. Then let's mm -hmm. go to the, what the, who, who's the problem or who, who caused the problem. And, um, by doing that, um, they have told us to our face, many of I mean, that we're known in that store as the, the contractor you want to work with. All the employees flock to us and want to work with us because we're nice to them. We care about them and, and we have a relationship. I, I know most of the employees by name in there. They know my phone number by heart. They know my name. They know who my family is. I mean, it's like they, they just know me because they've, they, they care. Um, and so, uh, and it's, it's paid off huge on that one because we've just had some really big things through COVID and they've really told us, they're like, Hey, you have always, you know, you treat us good. You, you don't come in here and be a complete jerk. And so we want to help you. I didn't ask for, it. I went in there not asking for them to help me. I went and saying, Hey, I got a problem. What, what can we do? And they're just like, Hey, we're just going to completely take care of it for you. Um, so, so that's representing the King, yeah. you know, and, and, and heaven in, in a, a great sort of a way. Well, wow. Hey, well done. You know, one of the things that I talk about is, is that I think in, in Christian business, um, what, what causes a, a, a business to uh, be more kingdom is what I call triple bottom line. So I think every business is it wants to be profitable. I mean, mm -hmm. like, if you're not making, if you're not profitable and you're in business, you're not in business. <laughs> you're not in business. Um, and so um, this is profit. And then um, I, I think the next one is sustainable. You want to be a business for, you know, want to be able to be stay in business. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is transformational. I think that's the kingdom aspect is that we want to be because we're doing business we want to be uh, um, able to bring about transformation transformation in the industry that are in transformation of people transformation of people we work with trans you know the people that we do business for we want to see um, an effect by us being in business mm -hmm. so um, so that's a good expression of that is that the people want to work with you it, it's probably a sad indictment is that you know you know there are some companies that are, are trying to be a kingdom company that people don't want to do work with because of their attitude or, or their or their behavior so you know well done so anything else that you can tell uh, of stories of even in this time there's that this is a supplier what about yeah so another one is one of my 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 framer there's a couple so i would say just really quick to cap is that god really uh, has a way of bringing young businesses to us um mm -hmm. where we have the chance to help them grow um we give them financial advice um we we show them how to bid in their market we we and you know some of these people will go and bid other jobs call me and say uh hey like, do you think I bid this fair? Do you, do you think it's a good price? Like, am I within the market? You know, and they, so they trust me to help them with that, to help them be in the market, to give them my personal experiences of working in this industry. Um, but my framer, um, he's, he's one of those, it's, it's, he's one of the best framers around. Um, and so he's highly sought after. And I, what I mean is like, 
I'll be on the job with him and he'll get two or three calls for people to, that want him to come frame their homes and he's turning them down um, because mm-hmm. he's, he's so busy. He can't handle it. He has two crews. And uh, there's one other contractor in me that he's pretty much completely uh, doing work for us now. Mm-hmm. Um, he's pretty much pushed everybody out. And, and he says, the terms he uses with me is like, uh, don't worry about it. Um, money, money with our bill to you is like money in the bank. He's mm-hmm. like, I always know you're good. For, you're good for your money. And there's times, you know, one of the things that happened with him is um, one of the first couple of jobs we did, we made a mistake. I told him to do something wrong. And I went in and I was like, darn it. Um, I'm sorry about that. I know we're going to have to tear some of that out and fix it. Um, what do I owe you? And he looks at me, kind of looks at me for a second. And he goes, because you said that, you owe me nothing. He said, I'll tell you what, as long as we're always on a relationship where you never think I'll give you anything free, then I'll always give it to you for free. Because, yeah. you know, because he's just, and, and, and really through this COVID thing, he was like this huge pivotal point to us because some of the lumber, he works with a local lumber company that's one of the bigger ones in our area. And he's their preferred contractor. He always pays his bill. He's been there for 30 years. He's mm-hmm. done all this stuff. And they, when the lumber got scarce, they set aside lumber um, and they gave five contractors insurance into these, this lumber <coughs> he was one of them. And mm-hmm. he came to us and the other builder and said, I'll give you, I'm going to give you the exclusive rights to buy this lumber because mm-hmm. you're my, you're, you know, you always treat me fair. And this is just the way I feel like I can bless you back. And mm-hmm. so we were able to continue through COVID when a lot of other builders were having a problem finding materials and, and having to source so many areas. Um, we had this storehouse um, full of, of materials that we only had access to um, because of his relationship to the company and then our relationship to him. And so, so, um, <clears throat> so I, I also know that you're on a, on a, um, on an adventure in lots of aspects. Like here we are, you know, advent- adventuring together or adventuring mm-hmm. together on live stream. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, some some things have happened also for you too just um you know coming out of the company that you're in and you're uh you know heading into into something else what, what's that looking like for you your future <laughs> oh man that's a, i've actually been talking about that with some people and really thinking about that and you know i just really feel like uh, um just obviously in a transition um it's really about i heard a good a good analogy somebody gave they said it's time that we burnt the ships um it's like cortez you know he went over mm-hmm. and he knew his guys kept running back to the beach kept running back to the beach and so he finally knew he burned the ships because he knew and then you know what they did they started winning the war the war because they had no option they they went yeah. all in and mm-hmm. um, so i really it really set well with me of like this is me kind of burning some ships it's like i've always had some comfort zones i've always had some things to fall back on and the Lord's really just calling me to um, burn some of those ships and to and have go for it. He's like, just go for it. Let's do it. And so um, I think I'm going to put a new spin on ministry. So I think I'm going to go in the ministry, but it's it's not going to be. It's the ministry in the marketplace. Um, mm-hmm. And that can look like so much. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm, that's a discovery, right? Like, really, I think it's something that needs to be discovered. I don't I, I haven't seen it done. Um, I've seen it in some ways. But what I what I have in my what I'm thinking about I think is something completely new that I I mean it could be being done but I haven't heard about it. Yep. Um, so you know we, we we often used to talk about um um well we we've been talking about in recent times 
the 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 the, the, the separation that has existed between what we would call sacred, you know, church and mm -hmm. secular, which would mm -hmm. be more the marketplace. Mm -hmm. And of course, what we've come to realize is that there isn't that separation. There is no such thing. Um, mm -hmm. we, we believe that for a lot of terms or experienced it a lot of times because th there is that separation sorts of things. Um, got, but I, I think it's really um, an interesting um, thing to actually discover. What, what does it actually look like to live holistically? What does it live to like in that place where there isn't that separation between, oh, this is my church thing, this is my God thing, and this is my secular, which is uh, over mm -hmm. here. Um, and, um, you know, I've, I've seen you transition from, that sort of a thinking or that sort of a place uh, mm -hmm. into a place. And I've seen an accelerated place for you in, in that. So it really is going to be exciting to see where the Lord takes you in. How, how are you feeling um, about stepping into nothing almost? I, I'm, at, I'm at more peace than I ever have been in my life. I mean, that's the absolute truth. Um, you know, uh, just having a prophetic niche about me um, being one of the giftings I have, I tend to uh, try to see, I, I'm trying to always be one step ahead. It's kind of one of those things. So through most of my life, if I knew something was coming to an end, I was always trying to put something in place as a safety guard. So when that came to an end, I had something to lean on. And so um, this is the first time I've ever, ever done that where I've just burnt the ships. I'm like, okay, God, like, you know, um, I've always owned property um, or been in a business. And so uh, I'm now transitioning out of the business, which is a good, it's been a really good transition. Um, you know, it's, just, it's going more better than I thought it was going to. God's been so faithful in that area of my life. But uh, also we're renting a house now. So the Lord called us to sell our home and move. Um, and so we're now living in a rental home. So really, uh, I just know we're in a place where God can take us wherever we want. And that might not even be to move to a different city or something, but it's it's what's in the physicals and the spiritual. And we're just in a place of no ties. Mm. Um, and so uh, I, I'm just really at peace about it. I really think there's, uh, um, you know, some of the words I've got is that there's God wants to surprise me. He's got surprises mm -hmm. for me. And I really just think that that's, I'm not worried about it. We're going to get mm -hmm. there and we'll see what the surprise looks like. But he's yeah. faithful. He's faithful. So yeah. Well, um, you know, w one of the comments uh, that's come up is from my friend Kevin, um, who says God has put you in an awesome position to speak into people's lives. Yes. Um, which is such a true word because I've seen it. You know, it's the the people that he's put you into. Um, mm -hmm. But it's also discovering the grace that's on your life, right? Um, you know, and you talk about um, prophetic um, and being um, a prophetic person. Um, how does the, how does how have you learned to step it more and more into that? I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen it when you've been with me. Um, yeah. You know, so, so talk about that a little bit. Okay, so you know, really, uh, it's something. Of course, it's something God had on my life. Most of my life, I just didn't realize what it was because I didn't have somebody to put definition on that for me. Um, you know, I tell people, um, you know, I did have a, a part of my life where I I was I partied and I did, you know, I did my thing. Um, 
thank God that he called me back into this. But during that time, um, I even thought sometimes it was awkward as people would just sit next to me and would open their lives up to me. And, and it was like, I just had these supernatural keys for them. And uh, so, I mean, I look back now and I see that I've really operated in it a lot mm. most of my life, but I just, it was just some, you know, I was like, okay, that was weird, but you know, maybe I'm smart or something. I don't know. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, after I met you really, I was, I'm a very emotional person. I'm on filler. I feel atmosphere, mm-hmm. um, all that. And so it was a lot of confusion really through most of my childhood of just what am I feeling and why do I feel this way? And, and just kind of being like a pinball kind of, you know, bounced around. And so, you know, I remember sitting at a little restaurant, um, on a Saturday morning with you and, uh, I started describing to you these things, like I feel these things and this is this and this is this. And, and, you know, you just looked at me and said, well, yeah, it's all prophetic. And it, and it was like, it clicked. It's one of those simple things. I'm like, Oh, that makes sense. And so as I started looking at it from that perspective, like, Hey, what does that look like? Um, you know, stepping into it, but really one of the things that I've seen myself operating in lately has been, um, like wisdom and knowledge. Um, you know, like coupled almost like that words of knowledge and words of wisdom. Um, and of course, I so su- you know, God surprises me. I'll be talking to people and I'm like, I got to write this down because <laughs> it's just, you know, it's like, whoa, this is good. This is good stuff, you know. Um, and uh, and so it's really been, um, as you would know, Mark, it's been a uh, it's confidence. Mm-hmm. It's really been a, a journey for me. Of So it was always there, but mm-hmm. it was the confidence to move into it. And I've seen. I've watched over the last two and a half years as it went from, I heard, heard God speak. And then I spoke mm-hmm. to, to, um, I had to, I had to push in for a word. So it wasn't just, mm-hmm. there. it was like, okay, why am I not getting a word? And so I had to push in. Then it went to where I'd push in and still not get anything. And mm-hmm. really, and really the, the, what, what I'm in right now that the Lord's really taking me through is it's just a part of who I am. Um, I don't, I, I just, when, when people need, when people are just pressing in for a word or some wisdom or something, uh, the Lord just works. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm amazed at it every time, every time. So, um, so one of the things that um, I've noticed is that uh, receiving is a really big thing for God. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot more um, than we, than we realize so, you know, people think that receiving is almost putting your hands out and waiting for it to fall in your lap. Mm-hmm. Whereas, um, you know, I, I think that receiving is, if you examine the words in the, in the Greek, it, it's, it's a lot, it's much more about taking. It's, it's about grabbing hold of and bringing into you, pulling into, into you. Um, and so there's a demand or there's a there's an intentionality about receiving, not just putting your hands out and waiting for it to fall in your lap. Yeah. So so any sorts of things that you've learned on on that about um, um, receiving? Because I think a lot of people uh, have have to learn more about receiving because it does seem to be a big thing to God because he says, like, if you receive a prophet, Mm-hmm. You're going to get a prophet's prophet reward. reward. Yeah. If you receive a righteous man, you're going to get a righteous man's reward. So receiving mm-hmm. just seemed to be pretty big to him. Any thoughts? Well, you know, first I'd like to kind of back up uh, what you talked about is like taking. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. receiving is, is kind of about taking. Um, 
you know, so there's certain people in my life and you being one of them where, you know, when we use the word demand, it's not like I, I force you or handcuff you, but I put a demand on the spirit realm for you. I mean, you know, you come around me and I just start asking questions and you're just, you know, and I'm like, Mark, you know, give me some answers here. Um, and so it's really, you know, I want to receive. So I'm putting a demand on the receiving. Mm -hmm. I'm like, mm -hmm. here, here, here's this. Now give me something like, like yep. in, you know, in, in a relational way, of course. But it's yeah. like, you know, I'm expecting something, Mark. Like you're here, you're here, you came to visit me. You don't get to come and then just leave without some kind of deposit being made. And of course you mm -hmm. take a deposit as well. Um, and it's it's done things to my marriage, it's done so much. But you know, there's, I would say the most significant times I've received from the Lord has been, you know, um, I, I don't remember the exact verse, but it talks about, you know, really like um, almost grasping for the, the hills or the ankles mm -hmm. of God. Um, mm -hmm. there's been times where I've had some intense prayer where I really envision that as I'm praying, I'm like, Lord, I'm, I'm dragging this thing out. Like I'm not, you know, it's not, not that you have to give it to me, but it's that I'm putting a demand on it. You said that I could have these things like wisdom. I prayed for that for a year. We talked about that. I said, mm -hmm. Lord, you said that, that ask for wisdom and it will be given to you. And I'm like, so I'm asking. So, so I'm demanding that, you know, I'm putting a demand on it. Not demand mm -hmm. to do, but I'm putting a demand on it to receive mm -hmm. it. And then it was really, but then there has a point where um, then you have to receive. Mm -hmm. And so you can't, you have to quit asking for something, you know, you can receive. Mm -hmm. And then you have to set back in peace from a place mm -hmm. of peace and you have to, you have to receive. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I think that's the thing that I've learned um, about receiving is that there's a time to, to, to put a demand on it. And then there's a time to sit back and receive it and to have faith for the receiving to, yep. you know, um, like with the wisdom thing, I asked for wisdom. I'm starting to, I'm, I'm not starting. I have been walking in it and seeing it grow. And so now I'm thankful for it. It's like, Oh, I, I see that Lord. Oh, I see it. Like you're okay. Mm -hmm. You're giving it to me. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, like I got it. And I'm, I'm going to grip that. Yep. Um, and so it's not about asking about it for it anymore. It's about receiving and just pulling it in, you know, what, what else have you found about, um, you know, receiving from um, uh, anointings from other people. Oh, you know, yeah. Uh, what's that? What's that look like? Well, you know, so um, there's uh, as of right now, I think there's about three people. But anyway, the, there's some people in my life that I'm close enough to where um, really it, it's it's relationship be, can be it does become covenantal if you take it to that yeah. point. You know, yeah. where it's really it's really like. Um, but, you know, I, I want to do life with you. And I think of Elijah and Elisha, um, mm -hmm. you know, and that's really what Elijah was putting on him. He's saying not like, no, I, I want a double portion and I'm going to go wherever you go. Like I'm, I'm, I'm hanging on, I'm making a covenant with you that not, you're not mm -hmm. leaving. And so, um, like, you know, you being here, you're one of them that really, when you, when you're in my presence, um, I always have high expectations when you come because I, I love the atmosphere that we cultivate together. You know, mm -hmm. that's really the thing is it's not that you necessarily bring the atmosphere and I get to experience it. It's that we together cultivate this atmosphere and we both partake. Mm -hmm. um, we both get to just experience something that apart we don't get. Mm -hmm. um, and so like in the prophetic, um, when I when I'm with you, I operate on a much higher and yep. accurate level of of the prophetic word because I'm getting to operate in both my anointing and yours, but I do not get that with people that I'm not in covenant with. Yep. 
Yeah. Uh, and I think that's one of the key things is, is you know, partaking of, uh, of the anointing. And that's what it really excites me about this adventure that we're going on with these live streams. Mm. Um, you know, I, I would say um, <clears throat> one of the things that I've really seen um, from, from you from the first time that I met you until today um, I, I know there's been difficult times. I know there's been some wrestling and some things that you've had to go through. It hasn't been just an easy, plain sailing uh, moment. In, in fact, it's probably been me even more challenging over the last <laughs> few years than, than at any time because of yeah. some hard decisions and some difficult stuff that you've had to go and, and, and to, to deal with. But I, I've also seen an acceleration and I've seen um, the acceleration that's been on your life and how accelerated, uh, you know, acceleration has been working in your life. And that's what excites me about it because I, I know that the synergy that exists that we can, can operate in can also be imparted to people as they uh, hear us, as they listen to some of the stories and some of the testimonies and, and some of the things that we get to share. And that's what exciting me because I think that we can release that to other people. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it's really also exciting for people um, who are in your age bracket or under who are really making a way or in, in the marketplace or in business or entrepreneurial thinking or whatever else can also hear and receive that, yes, there, there is, it, this does work. Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's like, yes, you can hear from God um, and, 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 uh, implement things, whether it be from wisdom or words of knowledge or prophetic thing, and not live in a weird, weird way, but operate in a way that it may challenge you, but it's 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 it can it can really work. It can make a difference in other people's lives. It can make a difference and bring about transformation. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's almost like when we realize that things are normal and i don't mean normal for a normality all around about us but normal from a kingdom point of view from heaven's perspective certainly these sorts of things are normal and that's yeah. one of the things that i've seen that you have come to realize that even though these were crazy things that were okay. happening to you or crazy things around about you is it was actually normal for your gifting it was normal from heaven's perspective yeah and and I think that the interesting thing is that we're going to be able to um, define, and I, you said this a while ago, and, I, and mm -hmm. I clicked and I thought, this is what the apostolic prophetic does, is it defines things that people have in their heart, that people have experienced, and actually to give it definition and describe what that looks like and be able oh. to say, hey, this, this is really, from heaven's perspective, quite normal. Mm-hmm. And to validate it and to validate people and to be able to help people to understand, hey, you are normal. You're not crazy. You're not weird. Yeah. You know? <laughs> uh, I, I get that a lot with people. A lot of people get some freedom because, you know, that, that they tell me, oh, yeah, I'm just so weird. And I'm like, oh, let me tell you a couple of stories. And then they look at me and they're like, you're weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, I've seen some of those things, um, you know, happening around about it. And I think, you know, the, the kingdom of heaven, you know, it is, 
is weird or eternity is is weird you only have to read something like revelation to you know hear some of those wild you know (laughs) sorts of things but it's not weird from heaven's perspective you know and i think that we have you know that's what adventure is adventure exploration going into new places it's exactly that It, it should challenge you you know like if you can explain your life if people can explain your life, if you're living an explainable life, mm. then you are not living yeah. um, to the extent that you should be because our lives are meant to be exp- unexplainable. It's like, what is that about? I have no idea. I haven't even got any words for it. Yeah. Um, that's, that's what life is meant to be like. It's meant to be like that because if you can explain everything, you're probably God. Yeah, you know, and and um, that's not how it's meant to be. I think we 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 got to learn how to be okay with mystery. You know, what does that look like? Don't know. What is that? I'm, I don't know. Because sometimes you can only understand something as you look back and say, "Oh, now I understand what that is." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm really looking forward to this. You know, this the whole. This first time that together was to introduce you and to hear people understand, you know, who Daniel is and, yeah. and what it's going to be like with Mark and Daniel working together on this. And I'm excited about it. Yeah, it's Daniel. I'm excited about it as we get to also bring some other people along to join with us um, yeah, and to talk about the kingdom and what the kingdom looks like from a relational context, from a marketplace place. You know, what What does the kingdom on earth look like? Um, we don't have all of the answers, and we're both external processes uh, or processes, <laughs> as you Americans say. Um, and and so, you know, I'm looking forward to, to discovering in this sort of environment, you know, what, what, is that, what does that look like? So I um, really encourage you to join us. Um, we'll be doing this on a weekly basis. Um, and, um, you know, come and join us. Um, come and join me and Daniel as we discover um, the kingdom, the kingdom on earth to discover some relational context of certain things to discover what, what, what does it look like? So um, Daniel, I'm really excited about embarking on this journey together with you. Yeah. Yeah. I am too. Uh, we'll pioneer some things. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to discovering some things, you know, th- this first time is really just talking about you and, helping people to get to know you but the next time that we're on um, we'll be exploring you know what what does yeah. it look like to live in royalty what does it look like to live as kings what does it look like to live as sons you know what yeah. does it look like to do business um, from a, a kingdom um, a kingdom aspect you've got lots of stories lots of <laughs> testimony um, of you know what uh, so I think I think one of the things that you said a minute ago was about wisdom. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is the correct application of knowledge. I think yeah. that we, we've we've been very good at talking about things. We've been very good at talking about knowledge, and so we should. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we have a lot of teachers. You know, Paul said you have a lot of teachers, but you have very few fathers. Mm-hmm. And a father is about how to apply what you know. You know, fathering is about how do you do the knowing. Um, and uh, I think that's what I'm really looking forward to is explaining some of those sorts of things because you have a good way of being able to put in a practical 
application because that's the environment that you you work in yeah. um, a, um, a whole lot. And so that's going to be really fun as well. And it's going to be good to have some of our friends come on too and uh, and, yeah. and chat with us and, and share some things. So yeah, it'll be good um, time. We're looking forward to that. And, um, you know, so... Um, so you know, make some contacts if you're if you're hearing this, um, you know, as a, in a replay, you know, it'll be posted on a couple of, you know Facebook sites. It's on YouTube. Uh, so if you're hearing that to, um, today, um, uh, just receive uh, from from us a a hunger, a desire. And partake of that acceleration that Daniel's in uh, as well. You can take hold of it. You can grab hold of it and say, hey, what's, what's he's doing? What he's walking in? I want to have that too. And so when you put that sort of demand upon um, on the Father, upon the kingdom, you get to receive of that because demand and hunger is a really, really, really important thing. So um, it's been great to have you, Daniel. I really am, like I said, I'm just so excited about this adventure together with you. And, um, and I look forward to when we're on again in about a week's time. So uh, if, if you've got some thoughts, people have got some thoughts, make some comments, um, you know, share this, let other people hear this because we want the message to get out to um, about doing life in the kingdom, in, in particularly in the marketplace in, in life. Anything else you want to say, Daniel, as we come to a conclusion? Um. Actually, I just I just was kept hearing kind of uh, this word. I just really feel like for people, um, what I really hope some of the things that people get from this uh, is is hope, like just to have a hope for some of these things that we're talking about, to just have a renewed hope for for some of the crazy things I would say, um, but and to dream and vision again. Um, you know, that's really mm -hmm. I think you know. Yeah. Um, I really like to say excitement. Um, that people would just capture an excitement to start thinking, what it could, could it be, and what if, and and then to put a couple hope on top of that, you know, Good. like let's dream and then let's hope for our dreams. Yeah, let's let's because I, you know, no matter what's going on around us, and there's a huge chaos and there's a lot of discouragement uh, around about us and a lot of hopelessness. Uh, but I, you know, as well as I do, I've said this time and time again, our best days are still ahead of us. Yes. The best days, the greatest days of the kingdom on this earth are still um, ahead for us. And we want to just impart that excitement. If you're listening to this again, one of the things that Daniel just said um, was um, about a rediscovery of dreams, a rediscovery of hope, a rediscovery and excitement for the things um, that, you, that are yet to come uh, for you. The best days, your best days, are still um, ahead of us. And we look yeah. forward to helping you to discover that. We look forward to help you, um, you know, because sometimes just a word, just one word that you hear um, can can really make a difference. So um, look forward to uh, connecting with people again. Look forward to um, being on live stream again in about a week's time. Thanks, Daniel. Uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Thank you for joining us today for this conversation. You can follow us, like, subscribe, and share out any of these episodes on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can go to insightnow.co. Have a great day.